0: Today, we are finishing up the first parak of Trumot and moving on to the first mission in the second parak. So, the last mission in the first parak of Trumot is actually quite a bit of a help because it explains the general rule that we've been discussing in the first parak, as we're going to see. Mishnah Yod, Ein Tormin mit Enigma Malachto, Al Enigma Malachto. We do not take a Trumah from something that its work is completed it's the finished product onto something that the work is not finished the Lura here brings there's a scriptural support for this for this concept <speaking in Hebrew> hasn't been smoothed out the pile of grain is not smooth and in a unfinished pile there's a positive bibbar kid dogon like grain from the Gorin. Now the Gorin is the granary where you store the finished product when you've already processed and smoothed out the pile of finished grain. Kvilem and the yekiv is the fullness of the vat. The yekiv is the lower vat where the wine is ripening. Really it's, it's grape juice that's fermenting into wine and it's malaya it's full, it's like the finished product. So the posuk already, already hints to us the truma should be from the finished product the Mishnah continues, And we don't separate truma from an item that's not finished to exempt from truma an item that is finished. And not from an item that's unfinished to another item that's unfinished. And the Mishnah concludes, But if he did take truma, from these different states of finishing, it is a valid truma. Now that's going to raise some eyebrows because in Mishnah Dalit, we said that specifically, from Zaytim al-Dashaman, from raw olives onto olive oil, I mean, the or from raw grapes onto wine, we said that does not work. We said it does not work. Now, the reason there is that we said that there is a Pseida the Kohen, we said in in Mishnahet there's a loss to the Kohen because typically olives and grapes were used in liquid form. That was sort of the normal way to consume olives and grapes was as a liquid, so it's typically they would be processed into liquid. So to give this truma to a Kohen that's just grapes or just olives was out of the ordinary and was a loss because typically people would need to process them into the finished product. There's a deeper level here. That not not only when you give somebody something, you want to give them something useful. And this comes up Purim time. Purim time. If if you send a piece of raw meat to someone, as long as it's salted and ready to cook, technically you're say manot with the raw meat. But that's it's the minhag is to send something that is actually usable uh, for the suda of Purim. And you know you don't want to send people raw meat and they're slumping around with it. Uh, but it's technically possible. So in Truma to the Cohen, the same same situation. There is an opinion, it's a minority opinion, that Truma de Raita uh, applies not to grapes and olives, but to the wine and the oil. So there is that element too, but we see here that taking things from different situations of processing, it it's bidiyebit at best, but for grapes and olives, apparently, the other mission, I would say, it does not work. Good, let's start the second parak. We don't separate Truma from a pure item that has not touched something Tame and become contaminated onto something that's Tame. And the Bartner says that there's the reason is we're afraid because we need to take Truma from Mukaf, from things that are close together. Mukaf is. Close together, and a person knows one thing is tame, one thing is tahor. He's going to be afraid to put them in proximity to one another, with with good reason. You don't want to tame up the tahor stuff. So we say, the "Lachtila, we're not going to let, not, not going to have you taking, separating out tahor." Of course, you want to give the kohen truma tahora, because truma tamei can only be used as fuel, while truma tahora is actually the real stuff that's edible. The Mishnah says, If you went ahead and took from Tahor, so he's giving you the Kohen Tahor, that is valid, even though we don't want you to do that because you might not take it from the Mokka, from next to each other. And in truth they said, so this is the Halacha, A cake of pressed figs That's part of it got tamay. these are a bunch of figs, dried up figs that are all squished together into one big block, and there are situations where it's possible that some of the block becomes Tame because it's like a a big mass of individual figs, but some of it's tahor so in this case tu Tahor all the tame sheishbo you can certainly take Truma from the tahor side onto the onto the tame so if this was a cake of a hundred figs squished together. And the left side was tame, so just take two figs from the right side and give it to the Kohen. Those ones are tahor. Great. Uh, We're not worried that you're not going to bring them together. They're already pushed together, so they're already squished together. So too a bundle of vegetables. Or vegetables or produce that's all in one pile. It's already together and part of it's tame, so take from the tahor out, give the tahor to the koan. But if you had two Cakes of pressed figs. There are two bundles of vegetables. Two piles. One is pure, one is impure. You can't take truma one to another because, again, you the person is going to be very reluctant to bring these things close together in proximity and take minamukkah. Blazer says, even we're not concerned that he's not going to put things close together. Blazer says, people will come. And put things close together without having them touch, and that's still good. That's still in proximity. Halakha is not like Rambalizer, though logically we do understand his statement. Shkoyach,